What is going on, beautiful people? I hope you are having a fantastic day. Welcome back to another episode of the Thrive Forever Fit Show. As always, I'm grateful for you. I'm pumped that you're here. And the fact that you spend your time listening to me rant and rave is unbelievably amazing to me. And I, I couldn't be more grateful for it. Secondarily, this podcast is sponsored by a brand new product that I have just released to the market. It's called Elite Collagen. If you're not taking a collagen product, then you just don't care about your healthy skin, your healthy hair, your healthy nails, your joints, your cardiovascular health, just your overall body wellness. Collagen is an amazing product that is going to help with everything. And listen, I mean, you're exposed to a lot of elements. Why not internally fortify your system with a beautiful collagen? But here's the situation. Some of you guys would know, hey, bud, I'm already taking a college. Appreciate you. Got gotcha. you. I got bad news. The problem is this. Most collagen powders are just that. They're powdered collagens, and they're made from bovine, which is cows, or porcine, which is pig's skin. Have you ever seen a cow's skin or a pig's skin? Some of them are plant-derived. We won't even get into those. The collagen, it's not even really a collagen product. It's a, a makeup of stuff that tries to become collagen. But if you're taking a collagen powder, one of those big hefty collagen, gross, chalky, whatever it is, just know that it's coming from skin of cows and pigs. And of course, they wash them. But if you've ever been at a pig farm or a cow farm, not the most savory of things. My collagen is a marine-based collagen. And here's the big thing. Forget all the other shit I've already said. Here's the differentiation between mine and the one you're already taking. Mine is half a tablespoon every day. It's a delicious chocolate mint flavor. And here's, here's the big stuff. Here's the, here's the real deal. Here's what nobody's telling you. The powdered collagens get broken down inside of the gastrointestinal stomach, inside of the stomach. That's not where collagen gets absorbed. Collagen actually gets absorbed and has a higher efficacious benefit if it's absorbed in the small intestine. Well, see, mine passes through the stomach based on a beautiful collection of, of polymers and a collection of these peptides. If you heard that, that's just Rudy taking a sneeze. He likes to be introduced in some of these podcasts, and I didn't give him a proper shout out. But my collagen actually passes through the stomach and gets digested inside of the small intestine, which is where all the magic happens. Your powder product's not even making it there. So you're getting very minimal, if any, efficacious um, effects from drinking that chalky, gross-tasting powder product. So if you're interested, just go to thriveforeverfit.com. Go to my store. You'll see Elite Collagen on there. You can pop me a note. I'll give you all the details. It is unbelievably amazing. I've been taking it for a while um, because I've been testing it and, and creating it and everything. Guys, it is revolutionary and it is unbelievable. I can't wait for you to try it. Elite Collagen. Go grab yourself some today. Take care of your skin. Hey, Jenna, welcome to the show. How you doing? I'm great, Jay. How are you? I am awesome, and I'm happy you're here. I'm love, and let's just go ahead and give a quick shout out to Mr. Sean Marshall for connecting us. Sean, I know you're going to listen to this. I love you, brother. Um, I'll speak for Jana. We just met, but I guarantee she loves you too, or we wouldn't be here today. So, and I'm I'm big on this. Like I love positive, powerful connections, and I know that if you're a friend of Sean's, that you've got to have this like cosmic awesomeness. And so I'm just I'm happy to be here with you. Thank you for for saying yes. And I'm excited about see where today goes. Yeah, me too. Let's go. Awesome. All right. So before we jump into all of your awesomeness from the entrepreneurial and the, you know, creation aspect, I just want the audience to learn a bit, a little bit more about you. We kind of chatted about it, but originally from Saskatchewan, Canada. And like I told you, like I've got tons of clients in Saskatchewan. So I feel like, like I'm almost like a native son. They send me these, um, I didn't know this. So they, they've all sent me like these hoodies and I guess you guys call it a bunny hug. It's a bunny hug. Okay. So did not even know what that was. So I, so here's how the story came about, right? And this is about you, but I think you'll, you'll get a kick out of this. I am freezing all the time and I live in Palm Desert, California. So I wear a hoodie pretty much year round. Mm -hmm. I don't have on one today, but it's very rare that I don't have a hoodie on. And so I would call it a hoodie. And all of my Canadian clients kept posting on our private page, like, no, no, Jay, it's a bunny hug. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. 
And so a couple of them actually sent me a, like they had these hoodies made that said, it's not a hoodie, it's a bunny hug. And so, first of all, I think Canadians, and this is a really stupid thing to say, my Canadian clients are some of the nicest, most awesome people on the planet. They're so generous and they're so awesome to me, but they have taught me a lot about language as well. So I'm still trying to work it into my vocabulary, but I struggle saying, I'm going to wear a bunny hug today. Bunny hug. So that's my Canadian story. So you're originally from Saskatchewan. Tell me a little bit about that because you said grew up in a small town and now you guys are in Mexico. So give me a little bit of the yeah. give me a little bit of the details on that. Absolutely. So yeah, a farm girl from a small little agricultural town uh, in Saskatchewan, and like your your typical your tip I think your typical farm girl like entrepreneurial family. You know, farmers. You helped each other out. All the kids in high school played all the sports or else our town didn't have a team. Um, you Give know, me a number, like what size, what size school did you go to? Like how many people did you graduate with? I graduated with 22 people. Hello, okay, see I graduated with like 39 and I thought my town was small, so love yeah, that, all right. No, 22 people, okay. of which one is now my husband. So, and we kind of ruled the school, like in grade 12, I said to him in the summer going into grade 12, I was like, listen, we need to like, we basically need to own the school. So I'm going to run for um, student council president and you run for vice president. And he, you know, for you. yeah. And he's like, yeah, okay, let's do this. So yeah. So grade 12, we basically own the school. It was awesome. Um, you know, carnival queen, it's a big deal in our town. And so you, you know, you raise money. And so, yes, I was crowned carnival queen, the youngest ever in Northway, Saskatchewan. Sorry. I still hold that title, which I love, but that, that was our upbringing, right? We, you just, you had lots of open space, you, you know, moms grew huge gardens, um, you know, you'd meet in town and play kick the can till the yeah. sun down in the middle of summer. It was an amazing place to grow up. And then, you know, both of us were actually first from our family to go to the big city of Saskatoon, where one of our uh, provincial universities were, and we, we went to school there. And so, you know, we did the things that you think you're supposed to do. You go to university, you get your degree, my husband went immediately into his master's degree. I got a job to help pay for his tuition. Then I went and did my master's degree. You know, then it was time to have kids and we both had jobs. And, you know, you just, you check the boxes, right? You, right. you rent a house, then you buy a house, then you get a bigger house and a nicer car and you do all of these things. And, and in the middle of all of that, um, the good Lord granted me with a pain journey. And in my early 20s, I would say late teens and early 20s, it started to show itself. And it showed itself in the form of digestive pain and nothing crazy at first. And really, I chalked it up to, my mom and dad chalked it up to, the doctors chalked it up to, Jana, firstborn, A-type personality, likes to strive to be, you know, academically and athletically and just, you know, that kind of a person. And so if you just learned how to like ease up a little bit, that pain would go away. And here's the funny thing, Jay, because it didn't. It didn't, and it actually got more intense. And um, so I found myself in just after completing my university degree, about two years into a health journey that saw me on 11 different medications at that point. And I was actually taking medications that would counteract some of the side effects of the medications that were higher up on the list. Yeah. Um, no one knew. No one knew. I did every test. I saw specialists. I did everything until one day I was sitting in my doctor's office and she said to me, Jana, we believe as your medical team that the pain is in your head and that you're seeking attention and we wish you a nice life. And it was one of the Yeah, that feels good to hear. Yep. And I, in my mind, I'm thinking, wait, but you're wearing the white coat. You have the stethoscope around your neck. You are the person that's supposed to help me figure this out so I can heal and then live my life. Cause I wanted three things, only ever three things in my life. I didn't think I was asking for much. I wanted to marry my high school sweetheart, wanted to be a mom, wanted to be an entrepreneur. And I was like, is that too much to ask? Like, I think, I think that's a, a pretty basic yeah. list, right? Yeah, those are, those are good. Right. And so, and on the outside, I looked seemingly healthy. No one knew the struggle that I was having inside. I, the mornings where I couldn't get out of bed and then the thoughts, right? Our mindset, and we'll talk more about that. Like the voices in your head that start telling you, why would he want to marry you? It's like it, you're giving him a jail sentence of a mm -hmm. wife 
Is, is your body even able to have kids? How can you how can you even think to start your own business if you can't even get out of bed in the morning or if you miss your 1030 and 1130, you know, medication, um, you know, pop your pills right. and you're out for the rest of the day. Like, how can you lead people? How can you inspire people? And these were the voices, right? And the voices took me into a really deep, dark place for about three months. And it was almost like I was living this double life where I would be you know, happy Jana going through the motions and inside I was just like literally dying to the point where I couldn't, I wouldn't even pick up the phone to make a hair appointment. I became like so frozen in just fear, I guess. Until one day I was in line at the grocery store and you know how they have like the magazine racks when you're waiting, right? There was, and I'm a, to this day, I'm a huge Madonna fan. There is Madonna on the cover of a fitness magazine and the word Pilates, which I didn't even know how to pronounce it was like splashed across the front cover. And I was like, Hey, what, what is Madonna doing? So of course I buy the magazine. I go home, don't even put the groceries away. And I flip to the page where it's the article. And I read the article, not once, but about three or four times because I was teaching fitness through university to pay for tuition. And that's when I was a big believer in you measured the quality of yesterday's workout by how hard your body hurt the day after. Like if I could go down the stairs, I had to lift harder. If I could, you know, if I could sit down on the toilet without my glutes on fire, I had to go more, you know, I had to lunge more and squat more. And my brain literally could not decipher the words on this page of this form of movement that focused on breath and focused on alignment and spinal movement and joint range of motion and fascia and circulation and all this stuff. And I was like, what, like kind of sounds like yoga, but if Madonna's doing it, I'm going to go try it. So I treated myself to a, a new Pilates mat, a new pair of leggings and a new water bottle. And off I went. And I walked into that class in typical Jana Danielson style and I went right to the front because I was like, I am going to be the best student in this damn class. (laughs) And I took a second to survey the room and I noticed bodies, all ages, all shapes, all sizes. And I decided right at that moment that I really was going to be like the best student in the class. And within about 30 seconds of my instructor starting to talk about inhaling through your nose to fill your diaphragm softening you know through that rib cage and i'm trying to use my peripheral vision i can hear people inhaling and exhaling and i'm like trying not to make a big scene but i'm like what the is actually on here right now like why am i not able to breathe past my collarbones why is my neck on fire why why am i like it like i'm like frozen tag someone come and thaw me because i can't move she's talking a different language i know it's english but my brain's not understanding and in my mind i'm like why did you go to the front of the room why didn't you go to the back of the room because you could have scooped your mat and you could have left out of there but I was at the front and I didn't want to make a big deal. Right. So I stayed. I stayed and I struggled and I held back the tears because for the first time in my life, my body, what I thought was the first time in my life, my body was not responding to what my brain was asking it to do. And I stayed after, after class, she walked up to me and said, just hang on for a few minutes. And she said goodbye to everybody else. And she walked up to me and she just put her arms around me. And Jay, I just like, I just collapsed in her arms. I just started weeping and I felt this feeling of like, just surrender, not like weakness surrender, but like on my knees, I am so disconnected from my body. Like I didn't say those words, but that's what I felt I was saying to her as she, as she hugged me, this, this seemingly stranger. Right. And all she said was come back on Thursday. And I wiped my tears and away I went. And my husband was at the gym in this facility and he walked out. And of course my eyes are like, I was just cutting onions. He's like, what happened in that class? (laughs) And I was like, I don't know, but I have to come back on Thursday. And I did. And I came back every Tuesday and Thursday for 16 weeks. And by week 16, I had weaned myself off of all 11 of my medications that I was on. I had no idea why. I would like do things like cross my fingers, knock on wood. I would do all those superstitious things because I felt like in any moment it could come back. 
right. but I didn't want to, I didn't want to rock the boat. Right. And what I found was this deep curiosity to find out how did my body heal? Why, why did movement and breath and focused hydration and better new, like why, why did that healing happen without the presence of someone in a white coat? Yeah. And that really was, that was the, that was the shift for me. I, um, I started learning more. I got certified to teach Pilates. I was running my own business at that point. Um, my human resource consulting firm, it was, it was a successful business. And one night, and I started teaching out of my home. So my sister and my friends came and started doing Pilates classes with me. My husband got six of his buddies twice a week. We did guys class. Uh, they would do Pilates and then they would have a beer after class. And, um, and then word started spreading about Jana and she's, you know, in Arbor Creek and she's teaching these classes out of her basement and four classes grew to eight classes and eight classes grew to 12 classes and 12 classes grew to 16 classes until one day I came upstairs from where I was teaching and my Jason had the boys in bed and he said to me, this is, this is what you're meant to do. When I hear you downstairs teaching, you become someone, you become transformed. Oh. The way you inspire and move those people, Jana, this is what you're meant to do. He said, let's figure out a way to transition you out of, you know, your consulting business and into what you're meant to do. Let's find a space. Let's get a studio going and run with this. And it was like, what? This is, this is my hobby. This is my side right. hustle, right? Right. I've got a, I've got a master's in business. I don't open a Pilates studio. I got to do corporate stuff and consulting stuff. And he's like, no. <laughs> no, right. this is what you're meant to do. And that's what I did. So he actually quit his corporate job, came and took over the consulting firm. I opened my first studio in September of 2010. It grew very rapidly. We expanded to 9,000 square feet in 2015. We included a integrated health therapies clinic. So I now have a team of just over 50 clinicians, instructors, and, and uh, administrators. We offer movement therapy through Pilates. We offer chiropractic physiotherapy, massage, mental health services, osteopathy and naturopathic medicine, Reiki, reflexology. Um, you know, we, we, we really want, the business model is like an infinity sign and people flow from movement to therapy and therapy to movement and it's, it's beautiful. And then in 2019, I wanted to take my show on the road because Saskatchewan was a safe little bubble for me. Uh -huh. I was known, I was liked, I was trusted. And so then I went online. I started the Meta District, which is my lifestyle movement and um, movement community. And in the mix of all that, you know, pelvic floor health has been something that's been a passion of mine. And um, I started looking into creating a tool to help men and women with their pelvic floor fitness health because I had done some training with a urogynecologist from Reno named Dr. Bruce Crawford. And his research blew my mind because he showed that, um, first of all, the pelvic floor doesn't work on its own. It works in conjunction with the co-recruiters of the adductors or inner thighs, the um, transverse abs and the glute meds. So that was great to know. And then his research also showed that in a man's body and a woman's body, 90% of those people with pelvic floor issues, it is actually rooted in a fitness slash movement root cause versus a medical root cause. So instead of having women lined up for pelvic floor mesh pinup surgery, only one of those 10 women in the waiting room actually needs that surgery. The other nine women need proper education on posture and uh, functionality of their pelvic floor. Those guys with erectile dysfunction or post prostate cancer, nine out of 10 of them need education and confidence around that part of their body. And they will live a very highly confident, sensual life because they have worked, you know, with in their, their, their internal health from the inside out. So, uh, the cooch ball and the gooch ball were born, uh, in January of 2020. And you guys, this process, I was, um, I just, as the mom of three boys, we have all different sizes of balls in our basement. I just started sitting on these balls thinking if a foam roller can melt through fascial restrictions and create blood flow so that the tension of the fascial lines and the muscular lines are not pulling on joints or misaligning, 
how could I replicate that in through the pelvic floor? And that's why I thought, well, let me see what I can do with a ball. And, and they were, it was kind of like the like Goldilocks and the three bears. Like yeah. this is too hard. This is too soft. This is okay. How would I fix it? And then, you know what I did? I started getting on the phone and I called people from like Spalding and Wilson and these big sporting goods manufacturing stores. And I, you know, I'd say, hi, I'm Jana Danielson from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. And I, I own a Pilates studio and I'm working on a new product. It's for pelvic floor health. And I'm wondering if you'd be interested in learning more about it so that, you know, maybe you would consider um, manufacturing this for me. And I got, mm-hmm. I was laughed out of town. Sure. I was hung up on, they're like, we make like right. millions and millions and millions of volleyballs. We're not going to change our production line for a cooch ball or a right. goose ball. So I went offshore. I found a manufacturer. I found, I have a, you know, a lawyer that worked with me. I have a design and a utility patent. We launched it in January. I flew off to Tampa to do a uh, kind of like a shark tank type entrepreneurial con, you know, competition with the Home Shopping Network. It was a, a mass marketing boot camp. There were 30 of us there. I went with my cooch ball in hand and I won. I won oh, wow. the competition. That's awesome. And, yeah. And I was scheduled to go back to Tampa in April of 2020 to do an eight minute show to meet with the buyers and to, you know, launch the cooch ball empire. And then the gift of COVID, as we all know, landed on our laps three weeks before I was scheduled to fly. Uh, and then with, so we pivoted and within 24 hours, we had a landing page up and I created a webinar and I started doing the pelvic floor secrets webinar and we sold out of the cooch ball and then I ordered more and I kept doing the webinar and we sold out again and it's just been growing. It's been growing and growing. We now have a manu- or a, a distribution center in the U S that ships for us globally. And, um, I am, you know, that, that's what I, that's what I, that's what I do. That's how I show up. I draw my line in the sand and I help people understand that their health and wellness is a series of moments that become momentum that work towards a transformation that can be as small as I'm now sleeping better at night, which is actually pretty huge. Yeah. To, my body is completely transformed. My confidence is completely transformed. My relationship with my husband has never been better. I can now do things with my children. Or I thought that because I was in menopause, the solution was, you know, the newly designed, you know, adult pad. Um, and here I am, I can travel again and not make my days you know, plan my days around bathroom breaks or, you know, to have a husband reach out to me and say, I am, I am reconnecting and having the best sex of my life with my wife because I've understood why my pelvic floor has impacted my erectile dysfunction. Like, thank you. That is pretty, uh, that's pretty amazing. So that's my nutshell story. I like it. Let me, I've got several questions, but so I'm assuming my assumption is this and right. I'm usually wrong when I assume as we all are, I'm assuming cooch ball women, gooch ball guy. You got it. I'm so smart. Look at this. Look at this. All right. So, okay. So did you, in, in the creation of this, I'm assuming again, stop saying the word assuming Jay, did you have an issue that you were, because to work with this, this specialist and whatnot, like it seems like a, it's not a normal path, right? Like not most people are sitting around thinking I'm going to find a pelvic floor specialist. I'm going to work with them. So you were having issues. Yeah. I mean, the mom of three boys, not that it's not that it's a given, right. But I was, I, I wanted to run a marathon. That was one of my goals, right? I wanted to run a marathon and then I trained a team to run a marathon. And so I would, I would have leaking incontinence mm-hmm. issues. And I was okay. like, but why, like, why, why do we teasingly tell our girlfriends when they're pregnant, like, welcome to the lifetime yeah. membership of the P club. Like, why is that an automatic, um, and so, and, and as a Pilates instructor, understanding the function of the core, how the diaphragm is a key link to the pelvic floor and when we don't breathe properly it's not if there will be pelvic floor issues it's when there will be pelvic floor issues right i started doing like i was i started doing pelvic floor specific pilates classes and the frustrating part for me jay was that i would teach these classes i would educate and it would be like i was talking to like there would be like nothing, right? Yeah. And I'm like, hello, hello, right? And then it would never fail. After class, I'd have a lineup of women in tears or an inbox full of emails saying, 
you spoke to my soul in that class because this is what I have. And I, and that was part of it. I kind of got a little pissed off. I'm like, why aren't we talking about this in a different way? Like, why yeah. do we say things like down there? Why can't we even right. use the right words? And so that's yeah. why when I came to name this baby, I was like, we're not going to call it something. I had a marketing mm. group. You should call it the perineal right. because it's the right. perineum that we sit on. And I was like, right. no. The butterfly ball or something, yes, exactly. something cute. Like and, wow yeah. ball. Yeah, yeah, no, no. We're going to come at this like kind of badass, sassy, chic. It's going to be okay. gooch ball for women, gooch ball for men. Because I want people to say, it's what? The, it's, a yeah. what? it's a what ball? Because oh. then you know what happens? It opens up the stage for me to start to educate and inspire. And so that, and, and very quickly, and even with Jason, so I, I would, you know, he was one of my test subjects and I was like, sit on this ball. And so he, about maybe two weeks after he came home from, um, golf with his buddies and he's like, I am driving the ball like 20 yards further off the tee. He's like, what do you, is that this ball? And I'm like, listen, when you release your pelvic floor, I mean, there's so much connectivity to the low back, you know, yeah. the functionality of the hips, the psoas muscle. And I was like, just keep doing it. Right. And so th- that we started noticing that in our own bodies. And then like sensually, we started noticing changes between us, you know, in the bedroom as well. And I was like, okay, there are very different levels of functionality coming into our body through releasing the pelvic floor and it's not just a not a matter of just sitting on the ball right there's connecting with the diaphragmatic breathing because the muscle has to be functional a functional muscle works and it rests it doesn't just work and and stay working or rest and stay resting yeah i started to think about how could i train and educate around the breath and the release um simultaneously and so that's when i created for men it's a course called gooch power and for women it's a course called create your pelvic floor upgrade that comes comes with the ball because education as you know education is power like you 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 can you can give you can give content but if that person's brain doesn't isn't able to digest it in small little pieces that they can feel really quickly we know how disconnected people are it's not going to resonate with them and they're going to be like this doesn't work right we're in a society where we want this right now yeah. we learn that the 21 day blah 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 that right? right and i think what you do and what i do is we try and it's like the it's like the story of hansel and gretel where they put the breadcrumbs out mm-hmm. right and you know the bread people are picking up the breadcrumbs but it's a it's the beauty happens in the process. The outcome is a function of the process. So to change someone's mindset to be like, okay, if your goal is to lose 10 pounds, that's great. But how are we going to reverse engineer that so that that goal can actually become, become, you know, become a reality. There's so much more that has to happen daily consistently so that, and maybe it's seven pounds, but maybe it is, like I said, maybe your skin and your hair look amazing. Maybe you feel 10 years younger. Maybe you're, you know, so um, that really has been a huge part of this. It's that there's the physicality of the product. There's the inspiration of the coaching. But then behind it all, there is helping them actually rewire how they think and how they feel, how they talk to their body. Because if we don't change, I think Dr. Joe Dispenza says of the 60 to 70,000 thoughts we think in a day, 80 to 90% of them are the same as yesterday and the same as last week and the same as last month, right? So how do we inspire change if this thing up here is just on autopilot? So um, that, you know, that's, that's kind of where the whole, the wholeness of this pelvic floor, um, you know, being a champion for pelvic floor health came from, cause I knew in my own body what it felt like. And I wanted to, I wanted to help others. Yeah. Is it the fact that, cause what I'm thinking about, like the connection between, you know, the, the brain and the, and the muscles and whatever you're, you're talking about, the, like the mind muscle connection. I mean, oftentimes yeah. it's hard to get somebody to even connect with their abs, right? Yeah. Like a muscle that they can actually see or, or they know where it is. Like if I say, Hey, yeah. I want you to connect with your pelvic floor. Most people would be like, well, yeah. I don't even, I wouldn't even know, I wouldn't no. even know the first thing about like, you know, I'm 
is that it? Like, I don't even have, you know what I mean? Like, so I assume that that's the, that was the process of like, you know, the education piece behind this. And my, my next question is this, is, I'm a, I think everything, right, is, 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 is good for everybody in, certain, in a certain circumstance. So this would, this sounds to me like it would be good for somebody who didn't even yet have those issues as a preventative. I think, I think, I think when most people are hearing your talk, they're going to think, oh, well, I don't have that yet. So I don't, I'm going to wait. Right. Yeah. So I think it's like preventive maintenance. So if, if, if I'm not currently having a pelvic floor quote unquote issue or what might lead to be, I could still use this and maybe have some preventative maintenance. A million percent. This is a group of muscles, right? It is the same as a bicep, a deltoid, a quad, a hamstring. When there is a lack of function, work, rest, understanding, there is going to be dysfunction. There just is, right? We're creatures of habit. We're, We're creatures of habit. So we will always take the path of least resistance unless we learn. So from a... Absolutely. I mean, we want like, I even, you know what, Jay, I actually even have moms that have have the cooch ball that use it like with their kids, nine, 10, 11, and here's in a lot of bedwetting situations. So in a lot of when we have kind of those tween age kids that are still wetting the bed, and you know, maybe you've gone to your doctor, or I know chiropractic often helps, you know, many a lot with with bedwetting as well is that the our children unfortunately are growing up in an age with you know lots of this and lots of noise and um they a lot of them are actually holding and manifesting tension in through their pelvic like their their pelvis their their core and their pelvic floor and a lot of times these kids who are bedwetters at age 9 10 and 11 that are just want to go on a sleepover with their friends in the worst way, but are like, no way am I going to risk having an accident in, you know, in this person's house. Um, It is, it, it, it does, you know, their little bodies manifest that tension, even like kids in athletics, like dancers classically are holding, right. Holding, holding, holding. Um, you know, we see kids that are in equestrian type sports that have a lot of actually pelvic floor issues, a lot of um, highland dancers as well, men and women, a lot of sure. cycles, right? So it really is, again, it's rewiring to understand that this can have, like we can prevent or we can learn about our body at, at any age. And just because you don't cough or sneeze and pee your pants or maybe you don't have erectile dysfunction or you know pain during intercourse it doesn't mean that there isn't some dysfunction that is you know currently manifesting itself because even having a cell phone in your pocket right uh back pocket changes the the symmetry of your posture um sitting at our you know sitting we are chronic sitters and so i always say this if you're sitting at a desk for eight to ten hours a day then if you are a side sleeper that sleeps with your knees bent you're still in a sitting position just 90 degrees from where you are upright so in a day for some people they're in that position for 17 18 hours and I've just, I've been diving into the magnificence of the psoas muscle and yeah. there's so much around that. So it's just, the pelvic floor is not just an isolated part of our body because of the interconnectivity, like I was saying before, of the fascial lines, of the other muscular attachments of the hip complex, the low back, a lot of times, um, you know, SI, sacroiliac issues, um, sciatic issues, um constipation cold tingly feet like things that you may not map back to the pelvic floor it's not just erections and incontinence that's not all the pelvic floor maps to so um you'll see you know i was working with a crossfit um athlete and she was you know in the master's division she was like top five in the world and she would do her double unders and she would pee her pants right um, and we worked very specifically on p- understanding pelvic floor work, right. when to inhale, when to exhale, and it was drastically, you know, her 
performance drastically improved. So, um, and you know, just to loop back to your question about, you know, if I, if I, if you want to train someone and say, you know, make me a bicep muscle, well, people just make a bicep muscle, right? The pelvic floor starts very simply with either, you know, a little bit of a cough and you can feel, right? right? And it also gets the transverse abs or the visualization of stopping and starting the flow of urine. And most people yeah. will know that as a Kegel. What I teach and what I like to share is I like to call it beyond the Kegel because if you think about stopping and starting the flow of urine, there's a Kegel, right? There's the pelvic floor. I bet you $1,000 you would never train one of your clients if they wanted to, you know, if you were strengthening their arms, you would never say to them, all right, Jana, I want you to walk around all day and I want you to fire and release and fire and release right. and fire. Like you would never train them like that. You would get them to work through a range of motion. Right. You might get them to do some eccentric work, right? That's the same thing. This is why the Kegel for some people actually becomes part of the problem because they learn to hold right. and they learn to relax, but they don't teach the muscle what's the in-between, what's the function in-between A and B, because there has to be, right? Um, and that's where the education, where you use the breath, and, and, and it's, it's counterintuitive. So let me just break it down for you. When you inhale through your nose, the pelvic floor is at rest, because at that point, your lungs are filling with air. So your diaphragm, that big mushroom cap muscle, that diaphragm has to get out of the way of the lungs expanding. So when the diaphragm is at rest, the pelvic floor is at rest, okay. right? As you exhale and the lungs deflate, that mushroom cap muscle, the diaphragm expands, it works, and the pelvic floor works at the same time. So functionally, here's what happens. When you inhale, you kind of imagine like you could start the flow of urine. There's just, it's calm. It's, there's really nothing happening in the pelvic floor. On the exhale, it's like there's this drawing up of, you know, the skin between those bony sit bones or between the pubic bone and the anus. There's a lifting, okay? So for women, I talk about like picking up a grape with their vagina. For guys, I'll say, think about walking into a lake and the water gets like mid thigh and there's a lifting of the boys, right? That's the pelvic floor at work, the lift, all right? And then there has to be the subsequent lower. So right. where there's dysfunction is sometimes there's lift, but there's no lower or there is no lift. Right. The elevator just stays at the ground floor. So we have to reteach the muscle through the breath work how to reconnect with that function. And it can be done. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm thinking as you're, as you're talking through this, you know, I think most of us, or I'm, it, I'll just speak for myself, you know, I've got like what I call like a mobility routine, right? With like my, my Theragun or my, you know, whatever yeah. it is in my roll, foam rollers and my lacrosse ball and everything like this. This is really just adding in one more element to a section of the body that we're kind of, not kind of, that we are like neglecting. And if you think yeah. about that region of the body, like, you know, just, you know, if we just cut the, you know, below the pubic region and a, you know, about the belly button. There's so much going on in that area from you know, bones, muscles, nerves, tendons, ligaments, fascias that it's really hard to conceptualize. I think you can, yeah. if you think about a bicep muscle, right? It's like it's pretty cut and dry, right? There's, yeah. there's two muscles, it connects here, it, it inserts there. There's certain amount of nerves and blah, blah, blah. It's really easy to see. But when you start thinking in terms of the pelvic region, I mean, it's like a, you know, it's like a, you know, it's like the 405 connection to the 101 in LA. It's like, there's so many crossovers and bridges and, and tunnels. And, and most of the time, one of them's under construction. And so that's kind of what's going on down there in that region. So if we really brought this in and made it part of our mobility routine, yeah. it would be really easy to like, kind of like, oh, okay, well, this makes sense. I'm already, I'm already rolling my hamstrings and my IT bands, you know, why not why not, you know, give the same attention to an area of the body that could create so much more things. So I think that's a great way to look at it for all, all of the listeners. And then, you know, I think a lot of people, they're going to, they're going to hear this and they're going to think women, 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 right. Cause that's, that's yeah. guys are like, nah, I'm cool. Right. Like I don't need to, I don't need to gooch, right. Yeah. So I want people to hear that. I think that what Jana's saying, or I know what she's saying is like, it's a, 
it's 50-50, right? We need this as much as you need this from a guy's perspective. Well, like, I think a lot of guys believe, and I've heard this come out of men's mouths. Yeah. We don't even have a pelvic floor. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Yes, I, you do. I <laughs> bet. I guarantee you. You know those surveys where they go around the streets and they say they interview people? I bet you if we did that for five hours, I bet 99% of dudes yeah. would say, nah, that's a girl no. thing, man. Like, you, you, I bet if you just said something as simple as, hey, how's your pelvic floor? They'd be like, oh, yeah. pelvic floor, I'm a dude. Yeah. Yeah. But they would have no clue. Zero no. clue. Okay, so I think that's a great, that's a great, like, jokingly way to say, guys, like, we've got the same thing that the ladies have got. And we can have the same, even though we're not having the babies, we can have the same dysfunctional problems yes. down there that you guys can. Yeah. Right. Well, and besides, like, there's the the main nerve that goes from our brain into the pelvic floor area, into the genitals is the same for a man and a woman. It's called the pudendal nerve, right? right. Pudendal nerve is a motor nerve and a sensory nerve. So it's the, like you said, it's the 405, right? It's, right. it's, the, main, it's the main communication um, route. And it's also, you know, sensorial. Right. So it's all about the yummy, you know, juicy, feel good sensations. And you, I mean, you, you mentioned that part of our body between the pubis and the belly button and you guys, and I'm not like a chakra specialist, but there is so much magic in the root chakra at the base of our, you know, of our spine that is just waiting to be unblocked. Like I've actually seen amazing transformations happen, not just physically, but like emotionally mm -hmm. and almost spiritually in people's bodies that they they shed these old belief systems that yeah. no longer serve them when they get connected to that part of their body and that's why i'm so passionate about finding people like you jay that are yeah. willing to you know have a give me a platform and, and and understand what is trying to be done here because as we as we search or as we live our lives in search of the optimal whatever that quality of life is whatever you're searching for when you ask people you know why they come to work with you yeah. what 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 problem are you helping them solve um a lot of times this work of in health and wellness is secondary in someone's mind totally. but it's but it, it is one of the top most impactful ways to improve how you show up because when you impact someone's health you're not only impacting that beating heart you're impacting their partners and their families and their workplaces and their communities yeah. like, it's like a pebble being dropped into a lake that just permeates out so you know that's why that's why i, I just feel so um called to do this work is yeah. because it's time that we even like my boys my three teenage and one adult my two teenagers and my one young adult son like they'll get on the gooch ball yeah they they, they can tell and i'm like what a gift as a mom totally. to be able to give her teenage and young adult son to know like geez i didn't hit the ball off the tee or geez my back's getting a little bit sore i'm gonna get on and i'm going to do my pelvic floor work and then i have a sequence for like gut health and a sequence for psoas release and a sequence for low back and a sequence yeah. for right so um it's all just empowering and i love the way you positioned your mobility work because as we know as fitness professionals that usually gets parked at the very end of the list uh -huh. right did i get my strength in did i get my cardio in did i right and then but if you flip the script all that mobility work has a direct relationship yeah. with everything else that we do i've been I, you know i'm a lot like you i've been doing this for 30 years like i started i started lifting weights when i was in the sixth grade so <laughs> you can imagine like my body is like hey man like we don't need to pick anything else heavy up it, it's just 15 20 pound plenty so where i've shifted from you know heavy bench press let squat 600 pounds deadlift to now like i'll do 25 minutes of mobility in 10 minutes of a workout yeah. Whereas I used to do an hour and a half of pick heavy shit up and put it down yeah. and yeah. then think about, I'll do my mobility tomorrow. So now yeah, my yeah. entire life is completely shifted. And just so you know, like my entire audience knows that I listen to frequencies. I believe in chakras. I got crystals all over my desk. 
Um, and and I, I just want to, to double down on what you said about that area of the body holding tension. Like, yeah. I think that most people, like everything from money issues to relationship issues to everything, you hold a lot of tension. Like, it, I think it's normal when we say, oh, you hold a lot of tension in your neck, right? Everybody yeah. says that. But it's like when you say, well, you, you're probably holding this money issue or this relationship issue, like in your, in your, you know, your sacral iliac area. And they're like, I'm not sure that I believe that, Jay. And then all of a sudden they start to, to work on that and the release of it and all that. And they're like, oh my gosh, like no more low back pain, um, yeah. digestive issues improving. And so yeah. guys, we have to understand that like, yes, it's, it's beautiful from a, a physical perspective. Like we'll use the bicep again. It's easy to see, flex it, don't flex it, whatever it is. There's a lot of emotional and mental connection that even goes with that bicep. And then we get down to an area like the, the pelvic area, massive amount, like let's use that massive highway connection thing. And you don't like, what's the thing that pisses you off the most when you're driving? Construction, right? Lane closed here, roadblocks, potholes. If you think about your pelvic floor area with that, if you have roadblocks and potholes and constructions and guys with stop signs and all kinds of stuff, you're not going to get flow and connectivity and all those things. So I think everything you've said, I just put it in a really stupid guy's analogy. So all the dudes are like, oh, I can relate to that. Like, right. So I think yeah. we're, we're saying the exact, exact same thing. And I agree with you a billion percent. I think this is so cool that you, most people focus strictly on the problem, right? It's like, I've got a problem and I'm going to talk about that problem 90% of the time. It sounds to me like you had a problem and you said, okay, that's enough of the problem. Now let's figure out, let's use 90% of our time for the solution. Yeah. And that's how you get, that's, I mean, that's entrepreneurialism 101 is problem is great, but the solution is where everything should be focused on. So hats off to you for having that, having that drive and that connection to do all that. And, and you sound, you sound just like my wife, Lori, like she would pick up the phone and call like nike and be like hey this is who i am this is what i'm going to need you to do and they'd be like who is this and she'd be like okay let's go through this again so you sound a lot like Lori from that perspective um especially from the entrepreneurial creation thing she just created this new product as well and had to you know figure out how to have fabric manufactured and dyed and colored and created and all this crazy stuff and you know to hear her on the phone she's on the phone with like some of the top designers in the world having these conversations and they're like, what is going on here? But it's people like you and it's people like her that change the world, right? That make a difference. So my, that's a long winded way to say my hat's off to you for, for having an issue, not just focusing on the issue, but figuring out a solution, not just for yourself, but for the world. So that's, we need more of that. So congrats on that. Thank you. I appreciate that. And we're going to put all the stuff, we're going to put the cooch ball, the gooch ball, the, you know, all of your, your social stuff in the show notes and your website link. So you're going to be super easy to find. Um, and you can actually just Google your name and you pop up. So it's your, you know, that's, that's, that's a verification that there's more than just me Googling searching for you. So that's <laughs> awesome. So you're going to be easy to find, but we're going to make sure we include all the socials and everything. I know you said you want to give um, some ideas or some stuff or some things away. So the floor is yours. Like, yeah. how would you like? How would you like to to gift or give or talk about the product to you know for the for the listeners? Yeah. So I um, I am going. Well, I think we'll just put the link in the show notes for okay. the gift. So there's a free okay. gift. That's probably the easiest way. Um, there may be a promo code. So look in the show notes. If there's a promo code at the checkout page, put the promo code. But I might be able to figure it out without a promo code. And if you guys um, don't, and if you guys don't see that in the show notes, obviously reach out to me. Cause I'll have, you know what I mean? Like we'll figure it yeah. out. Like my yeah. listeners know, like D send me a message and we'll yeah. get you what we need to get you. So, okay. Yeah. So we'll put that in the show notes. Um, yeah. So the, the gift is basically, it's a 10 day experience where you're going to get dripped a few emails every few days on like the, the, I'm going to say like the three things that I did, remember when I told you when I was in my deepest, darkest, kind of the doldrums, yeah. um, this gift I'm giving is rooted in the three basic things that I did to start to move myself through that, that cost nothing. Uh, the liquid that's in here might have something to do with it. So there's, it's called time to transform. Then we're going to put the link um, for the gooch ball and the cooch ball. So it's super easy um, for that. And then, yeah, you know, the other, um, 
you can connect with me on socials. I get back to all my, my DMs. I am just looking for beating hearts that are wanting to join this movement of people who are, you know, looking at their health and wellness from, from different perspectives. And, um, like I said, it's time that we understand a little bit more about this beautiful vessel that we get to live in, you know, on this earth and optimize it until Joseph Pilates, who is the gentleman that created Pilates said, uh, one of my favorite quotes, well, he's got two quotes that I'll share. One is breath is the first and the last act of life. And somewhere in the middle, we forget how to do it. Right. So I love that because it all connects back to, you know, the essence of feeding our 75 trillion cells, the essence of life, which is oxygen. And then the other thing, the other quote of his that I love is physical, uh, physical fitness is the first requisite of happiness. And isn't, I just love, I love that because I think sometimes we get so caught up in the number on the scale or the size of the clothes that we actually forget about the joy that a healthy body can bring us the freedom it can bring us because we can do what we want when we want whenever the hell we want to do it because we don't have to think like oh is my back going to be screwed up after i walk on that unstable surface or you know what's gonna no 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 the the birthday candles on your cake are a celebration of the number of times um you know, the moon has, or the sun has revolved around this planet and um, that's all it is. It doesn't yeah. mean that there is, now that I'm in my forties or now that I'm in my fifties right. or sixties, I no longer can have that part of my life. No. So that's what I really want to leave I love it. Your, your audience with. You are absolutely awesome. Listen, guys, I'm getting a gooch. Lori's getting a cooch. She doesn't even know it yet. I can't wait to to get out of my office and go just tell her we're going to go on a walk as soon as this, this podcast is over and she's going to get a, a coach ball education. So everybody should be getting one of these bad boys. Jenna, thank you so much for being a rock star. And again, let's give a little shout out to Sean Marshall for connecting us. Sean, we love you, brother. Appreciate that. And um, Jenna, you're a rock star. Thanks, Jay. So are thank- you. Oh, it's stupid. You didn't have to say that, but I appreciate it. Jenna, we will talk to you soon. You and I are going to be fast friends. So thank you for coming on the show. And I know everybody got an awesome education and experience today. And we're going to sell a lot of Gucci and Cooch balls. Amazing. Bye, everyone. See you, bye. Hey, before you go, I'd just like to say thank you again for listening to the Thrive Forever Fit podcast and watching on YouTube. It means the absolute world to me. And if you would, if you would do me one favor, and that is simply subscribe and review this podcast on whatever platform it is that you enjoy it on, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, doesn't matter. I would absolutely be so grateful and so thankful if you do that for me. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you again next week with an awesome, awesome episode. Bye.